all right everyone welcome back if you are just joining us this is because you are young on kingdom world radio today we are going to be talking about one of the most important and most widely spread and common topics known to young people all over this place especially in sub-saharan africa nigeria whatever you want to call it maybe around the world even we are going to be talking about gambling and what exactly is wrong with it now, when we talk about gambling, of course, includes sports betting. And we might even talk about the stock market and cryptocurrency along the way in case you thought you could escape. Yeah, we caught you. I caught you there, didn't I? All right. In the studio to discuss this today with me are my friends and my guests who introduce themselves. My name is Asufai Osowel. And my name is Chinedu Udechukwu. My name is Favor Efete. All right, welcome, Pius, Chinedu, and Favor, men and women of God in the studio with me. All right, today, first of all, we're going to start off very simply. We're going to throw ourselves open into the ring. Now, there is nothing wrong with gambling, as we all know. This episode is completely pointless. <laughs> Why did you laugh? Okay, there's something wrong with it. That is where the question now comes in. Just before we even be- before you begin to attack me, now let us now draw a baseline. What exactly are we supposed to be talking about during this episode? If somebody says gambling, it could mean it, it means a variety of things. I even mentioned that we could talk about the stock market and um, we can even mention land speculation if we want to become make it personal to our Nigerian brother, especially women. We can mention land speculation in this matter. Talk about cryptocurrency, people that do forex. See, if you ask me, all of them are just the gamble up and down. But then what exactly are we going to be talking about on this episode? Let's just hear your opinion so we can know what exactly we want to attack. Okay, not attack. What we want to defend? Because, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, um, gambling. It's it rears its name in different um, nomenclature. Yeah. You can call it um, betting. You can call it um, um, speculating the stock market, land speculation, different different things. But I think in Proverbs thirteen eleven, I, I like the way NLT rendered. It said, "Wealth from get rich quick schemes." So it's it's a spirit that uh, wants to get rich by all means, mm. by all means. Like okay, by all means. <laughs> that's the that's the simple thing I can say. So once anything you are doing, even if we are not mentioning it, if you are doing it just to get rich quick, not um, not considering people involved, not trying to be a blessing or anything, is a get rich quick scheme. Oh, okay. They don't, they don't, they don't carry our Ponzi and network marketing brothers with that the matter. No wahala, Pius. Yeah. You look like you used to gamble before, my brother. Uh, okay. Are you talking to the old man or the new man? <laughs> if any man be in Christ, allow him now. He's a new Christ. Now I will defend my brother. I will defend my brother. All things are passed away. See, are you? Are you talking? Behold, all things are now new. I beg, tell us your The old man actually tried Christ, Pius, tell us. So the old pilots actually tried it a few times. Firstly, it's just it's a desire of um, somebody wanting to get something out of nothing. You get so, and it's more like love for money that drives it. You understand? And once that love is there, you are prone to do so many things, which gambling has to um, sorry happens to be one of them. You get so. I think as long as your mind is is open and then the love of money occupies it this thing is something that does comes naturally okay so 
that's one thing now. Your mind is open to the love of to money. To the love of money. Favor. One thing from you. Okay, most importantly, I think we're, we'll be tackling greed today because that's what fuels the... We'll be tackling greed because that's like the fuel that makes people want to gamble. Because when um, when people indulge in gambling, they want more profit from doing nothing. And of course, laziness is involved. But there is no end to greed. So if you want more and Love more and more, yes, without hard work, without diligence, nothing, you will surely gamble in one way or the other. Okay. And it's, it becomes an addiction very, very easily. So, exactly. so which means that when looking at all activities that focus their attention on love of gain, love of profit, mm. they need to, you know, gather for yourself. Quickly. Especially quickly. Yeah. That's what we are looking at today. By all means possible. Mm. And of course, that this, if we now do that, now it means that we've extended the term gambling to even include things that are not directly maybe betting or all those exactly. kinds of yes. things. Even yes. with your job. Exactly. Even, mm. thing, even business can now, you can yes. now basically do a, a gamble in your business. If you are going into ventures that the only thing that is driving you into that venture is purely your profit. Mm. You're not looking for a problem you can solve. You're not helping anybody. You're not trying to create a good name you're not trying to build a good reputation and be a blessing yeah. all you are looking for is what can i get in what can i get what can i put in what can i get out that's mm. all you are looking at and i think just like Pio said and the kind of things that you will do when money is your master when you have the love of money driving your heart i think that was Pio that said it yeah that it opens you up to a lot of vices there are so many things that somebody whose money is driving them is able to do than a normal person or a person that is being driven by the spirit of god will find unthinkable and i think that's where the danger i think that's where the primary danger in all of this actually is that um love of money spirit money being your master i think we should dwell on that a little bit before we even get into this gambling devices that have gambling in their name because we will come to everybody one by one everybody we collect (laughs) as a natural man there is no control for greed The only way that you can control greed is to get born again and be filled with the Spirit of God. Because if you are not filled with the Spirit of God, like, if, you know how you tell yourself that if I have one million naira, I will be satisfied in life. But that's a lie. If you have one million, you will want two million. In fact... To know how it feels. Exactly, to know how it feels. So greed always wants more. Yeah. That's why Jesus said, and you know, greed wants you to serve him, mm. like to serve it. So Jesus said in Matthew 6 that you cannot serve God and mammon. mammon. Now, mammon is not just money, but it's anything, you know, that takes away your love for God. And one of the things that takes away our love for God as a believer is tied to riches and wealth. At the end of the day, just like ju- just like you said, you remind me remind, reminded me of the scripture that um, talks about what does it say? Mm, that when James was speaking and said that you people hey, James five one to six yes that you ask what um, you do not so you, know, you don't have because you, you don't do ask. ask and even when you ask you ask with wrong motives that you may be able to satisfy the your desires. own lust. Which means that everything that you are looking out for is what will make you. Satisfied. Satisfied. What to gain a name for you per se? Loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, pride, pride of, of life. life. I think that really, and to point out the importance of that greed being well, fuel for all of these things, and that there is no cure 
for it outside Christ. But then somebody might not be able to challenge. Somebody might be able to challenge you saying this, that. What if I am gathering, you know, not for the sake of myself, but maybe for the sake of um, other people, my children. My si- I'm trying to... My siblings. Exactly. Mm. My siblings, my parents, they need my help. And that's why I'm putting my effort into all of this. That's why I'm gathering. That's why I need I need to help them out. That kind of a thing. What would you not say to that kind of person? Because now their cause has now appeared noble. They seem less selfish at this point. If you I'm think doing about this it. for my family. Yes, I'm doing it for my yes. family. I'm doing it for my friends. They need my help. That's mm. why I'm just... I have to just put in this money. I have to... So what would you say to that kind of person? Now, because that's a very popular argument against many of these things. Especially for some people. Because most people are actually just selfish. But then some people can bring this argument against you. I've had to deal with that kind of a thing before. Mm. I, I think... Um, Fever have already said that. She has clearly answered that. Let's just go back to it. Say, Jesus said, don't serve God. Don't serve two masters. Yeah. I don't love the uh, money, uh, that kind of a thing. So, because when you you make a uh, mom on your master, it will drive you. It will bring different different desires into you. So, no matter the nice or the seemingly good word you want to use to coin what you are doing, once the base, the foundation of what you are doing, is that love for money, that service to money. No matter how okay, we are doing it for these people, we are doing it for to help them. No, if you are not loving God, you are not serving God. You are serving mammon. You are serving money. So, no matter even even if you are using it to um, do, maybe you are helping people in their children in orphan age, or maybe you are paying hospital bills for people. If the drive in you is still that love of money, service to money, you, are not, you don't love God at all. I don't know if I'm clear enough. I think that there's a, I don't know, but I think there's a bit of, um, of course, there's sense to be seen in yeah. what you are saying. That at the end of the day, what is actually driving you is not those needs that you want to meet, mm. but it's actually your, the love of money still mm. at the end of the day. Because if you think about it, it's still selfishness because was I want to help my people. I want because to just like that Robin things. Hood case. Sorry? Robin Hood case. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he said, he's doing a good thing, this and that, but the process is it a good process mm. according to is is a wrong process a bad process uh, so we cannot justify um the end the what is it called again you cannot just you cannot use the end, end to justify, to justify the, the means, means. yes and everything counts with god yeah so i think even from start to finish yeah. like ju- just more important just before you continue like sometimes david Poston will say that they cure for a fear is a, a bigger fear, fear a greater mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. many times the problem is that because the reason we can give those kind of excuses is because we've not considered that the fear of god and obeying his commandments yeah. is more important than any of those desires or even your selfless desires that you want to fulfill mm-hmm. you get so yeah. somebody might want to give you excuse, but i'm using it to help people but then you've helped people at disregard for what pleases god Sometimes even hurt other people in the process. Exactly. Of trying to mm. help other people. So everybody can try and make their motives to be very, very noble sounding. But then because, at the end of the day. Okay, sorry, sorry. That is like one of the things that even fraudsters will tell you. That they are, you understand? They are trying to feed their family, they are trying to help themselves and all of that. Meanwhile, you are hurting someone else. Mm. You get you are hurting other people. So the thing is, what what is the process actually? What way are you trying to help those people? I'll quickly read something. Um, Hebrews 13, 5. It says, In the way that you live, do not want lots of money. Be happy with the things that you have. Be happy because God has said this. I will never leave you. I will always be there for you. 
You understand? So if really you have the mind of God, then you should know that God has promised you that he's going to cater for you. And so if you, even if you don't have those things currently, you, you still rest on the promises that God mm-hmm. has, you know, he has made for you. So the, the things you do actually to say you're helping people or you're trying to make money really count as well. Just like well, what he said earlier. You know what I think? A lot of people in this world think that money is the most important thing in life. So let exactly. me just ask um, the people with yeah. me. What do you think, Empires? What, what's the most important thing in life for you? Is it money? Do I have an option? <laughs> <laughs> Make we know. <laughs> yes, yes, or no. Just say yes or no. Okay. It's if, true that, that that's what most people consider to be the most important thing. Sometimes when I even go on WhatsApp, on social media, I see mm. people say, after God, na money. Na money. Na after exactly. God, na money. So that means God is the most important thing, obviously. You exactly. Get. God is the most important. So when people, when you feel that, oh, money is the most important thing, you put your trust in, in money. mammon, in yeah. money, and neglect the person whom you should put your trust in. So people that say, oh, I'm doing this because I want to help my family, I'm doing this because I want to help myself. The Bible says, woe is he that put his trust in man. Yeah. Money is not the most important thing. I've seen cases yeah, where, like, this family, they are so wealthy, and this person is sick. They can't bring like their money is useless. Why? Because that person is depending on Jesus to heal them. Yeah. He needs a miracle. So money, I think we should just um, let people know that money is not the most important thing you need in life. Money will not bring happiness. People say, ah, it's a lie. What um, if money cannot bring happiness? Small money will bring happiness. I used to hear a lot of people say yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. that's a lie. <laughs> Money will not give you happiness. That, that statement even like further compounds the spirit of greed. <laughs> exactly. Like because, a lot of young people say this thing confidently. Yeah. That if money will not, that's basically at the end of the day. Like if so I don't have greed, I'm not happy grow. yet. Yes. So it means that I need more. You know, I need they, more. they even use the scripture. They say the Bible says that um, ask money. Ask and keep on asking. <laughs> ask and keep on asking. Yeah, but that's not. I'm. I think the. It's this money answers all things. Yes, money answers all things. Yes. That's what they quote. Ah. So please, does money answer all things? Because there are things I've needed in my life, and hey. money could not answer. This thing that you said just now, eh? this thing that you said just now, it reminds me of a teaching that Pastor Itaudo did for us a long time ago about that very scripture. I can't seem to piece it together now. But then the context of the scripture was not saying that everything in the world can be answered by money. By money. Yes, exactly what it is. It's like money answer. Money basically the subline is that money speaks mm. at the end of it, or that money has a voice. Mm. Money can speak mm. because if we want to take it at face value, that money answered all things. There, are, like she said, there are many things that you needed in life. That money could see if you seek, you won't die. There's nothing that money wants money to do for you. Money, money can't give you long life. Yeah. Only the, the Bible even says that. You see, wisdom. In, you read the book of Proverbs. Say wisdom. She, Proverbs eighteen, right? Yeah. You have Proverbs wisdom. Eight. Proverbs eight. Okay, sorry. Proverbs eight. Say wisdom has um, long life in her right hand, riches and honor in her left. If you go for only what is contained in wisdom's left hand, what is in her right hand, you miss it. Because that's where long life is. You can't get. It's by pursuing wisdom that you can get both. If you pursue one, you miss the other one. Because at the end of the day, money cannot preserve your life. So the idea of taking face value that money answers all things now turns out to be a lie. Mm. You believe the lie that everything in life can be answered by money. How is money going to save you? How is money going to lead to your salvation? How is money going to teach you how to become like Christ? Like I think that's, that just it should that one should be easily debunkable for anybody that is truly trying to follow Jesus yeah. Christ. And to even come back to that um, 
case of I'm trying to help my family. Of course, there's even clear in scripture that Jesus Christ said that whoever does not um, forsake father, mother, brother, sister, husband, everybody for my sake, is not worthy of to be my disciple. It's it's calm. Use the right word Jesus used. Repeat it again. <laughs> Please repeat it. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> but that's but that's the word that Jesus actually used. It's that if you don't hate father, mother, brother, sister, all of this, for my sake, yeah. say you are not worthy of mm. me. That's what he says. That you're not worthy. Of, you're not worthy to be my disciple if you will not hate all these people. I think, I think Pastor Baki has even told us a story like that. I tell you, at a point in his life, one of his friends wanted to go abroad, and said that um, when he questioned the guy, and well, like what exactly is driving him abroad, yeah. said that okay, his family has so many needs, so, so and so, his mother, that kind of a thing. So he's going abroad he to secure finances to help out the family. And he said that he left the as pastor and left there feeling very you no know, despondent and depressed. That you know his pursuing of God all this time. Like he had never considered of how it was affecting Those the that people d- that depended on him. Mm. And I said that the, when the Lord came to comfort him, in quote, all he did was bring that scripture to his memory. That mm. whoever does not hate <laughs> Father, mm. you see the comfort, see the kind of thing that they will use and tell you. Like it's basically like my friend will use straight it up and go back to And that was all. That was all. It's that for say, forget that thing, Joe. Abi, you want to start? Oh yeah, what do you want to do? You want to stop fooling God? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to stop fooling God? Is that your plan? I think that basically just covers that whole um, and trying to help people kind yeah. of thing. Yes. At the end of the day, what is pushing you? Eh? Is mammon mm. that is controlling you? And 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 it's feeding on the flesh. Yeah. Because the self is giving us that part of the fuel because yes. that's what we want, and we will see every reason to go after it. Um, let me read a scripture, 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10. It says, But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil, and some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many grief. So you see, it's um, this scripture just summarizes all we are saying here. If you want, if you love money and you want to get rich by any means, the truth is the devil will present you with opportunities. Yeah. You will Traces. fall into temptation and you will fall into trap and many foolish and harmful desires. We have a lot of unfortunate stories to tell. I'm sure we know some of our neighbors, our childhood friends, our father's friends, and we are day to day. A lot of those stories don't end well. Uh, uh. From what she just read now, like the word just springs up, longing for it. So even as a Christian, <laughs> don't love money. <laughs> mm. That longing for it, because just don't, like what she, fact, just like what we have don't said love earlier, don't want uh-huh. those that desire, don't <laughs> yeah. even want because no like him. <laughs> because God is so merciful that He, through by through the Holy Spirit, gave Paul this um, wisdom to pen it down for us. Yeah. Because at some point we think that we are in control. That I just need just more. I, I don't. I'm not looking for too much, so you know. Small. Just more. But what it's doing is taking the place of God in our life. Just like with the expression people are making, money is everything. Ah, uh, mm. if you need to go, it's money now. Will God come and carry me and go there? And you, when you try to decide, talk with people like that, you see that they are they are seeing. I think they are talking sense, but. In real essence, they are not making sense. It's doctrines of uh-huh. demons. Wait, so, this but this scripture does it mean that um, Christians should be poor? Because I know I read it, but I need to understand it. Uh, they, they say, well, that's, that's what I'm trying to explain. Because we are not wanting it. 
and we are not longing it. So, so should we should be poor? No. Okay. We, we should know that we don't have anything <laughs> and depend on God. I think that's the way I understand this. The way to throw ourselves on God. The way the way Pastor Eta taught it to us at, in, uh, at the time is that there's a way to be successfully poor. There's a way to be poor successfully mm. or poor or well. Uh, let me use the word richly poor. Basically, just like you said now, there's a difference between having and desiring to have. You get now, just like many things that God gives. Or just like all things that God gives. Yeah. Wealth, like physical material wealth, is a gift. He gives it to people. And everything that God gives to us is primarily, of course, number one, for his glory and for the edification of the body of Christ. Those are the two primary functions. Then, of course, the third is for the edification of the world, for helping people. That's the, those are the three primary functions that God ever gives us anything for. And if he gives us the gifts of prophecy, gifts of things for those purposes, why should money not also be among those things? So God gives us money primarily for my one for his glory. Number two, for edification of the body. Number three, for helping people. When we come to the realization of that, that money is not for having. Money is not for gathering and keeping an account and saying, you just look at the account and ha, this money is good. Oh. Is that how was that? $2.5 billion. Hey! This, this, this is ministry. <laughs> that kind of a thing. I think that's where the problem actually lies because is it that God is checking your bank account? No. God doesn't look at figures and numbers in the, on the screen. What he looks at is our hearts. That's where he goes to check. There's a heart that a poor person has and God wants every believer to have that exact same heart no matter how much you have in your control. What he even helps us do is that one day, one day, you can lose everything and you'll be as you were before J.P. Paul said yeah. that he learned how to abase and he learned how to abound. In every, everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. One both to abound and to suffer need. And at the end of the day, what he say? Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He said that they will throw me up and throw me down. I will be the same person because of Christ Jesus. So are you trying to say, um, you know, there's a lot of messages in the Nigerian church that you can never be poor. So are you trying to say those messages are wrong? You know, when MMM, Forex, <laughs> Bitcoin, a lot of pastors invited like experts to come and teach the church members on how to yes, you know do forex you know um, uh, bitcoin so are you trying to say it's wrong because me as a child of god i can never be poor you see at the end of the day there's what paul told timothy he called mm. it doctrines of demons just because a pastor preached it doesn't verify or validate it sure. because look at what paul said he said that i i, I know how to abase and i know how to abound that one statement alone makes it clear that there will be good times and there will be bad, bad times. There's no way to escape it. It can't, if you expect that God will keep it good, 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 good all the time. It means you never read Paul or you don't know what happened in his life. You never read any of the apostles, never read any of the prophets. You've never, sorry, you never read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't read it. <laughs> Maybe you read uh, you read Abraham's story and say, I claim it, I, I receive it. Yeah, yeah, and that's where you stopped. Yeah. You didn't read what Paul went through, what Paul left behind and counted as maybe he counted it as dung, as waste for the sake of Christ Jesus. They will read that you will read that one though. You read and receive you receive that in that year <laughs> Jacob showed in that land. You know that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like what um Sister Fever just asked now, you know, see the simple truth, eh? Let's not just bitch around. Is is that poverty? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what I'm telling. I'm saying they do stop. They are already logged out. This is the reason why I'm saying it. You know, Jesus said, when we shift this to poverty, it's as if 
Paul is the first that had the revelation. He just said, don't worry about anything. And most times when we when we worry, we think that we are being mature. You get Yeah. So I have to think about my future. Mm. You know, think about yourself. Look at what you are doing. Think about your... Think about... Like, I, I just start worrying. Uh-huh. So, but Jesus told us, don't worry about what you eat, what you will wear. Or what... So, and in Matthew 5, he started with, blessed are the poor in spirit. So, he mm. just tells us that, see... If you are not poor in spirit, if you don't understand your need for God, yeah. you see that Jesus Christ's life, forget it. Because Jesus Christ, he didn't, he wasn't wealthy. If if he was money that he came to give to us on earth, he would have come with plenty of things. No Once box. you become a Christian, you are you are a multi-billionaire, you are a billionaire, everything. But he said, deny yourself, hmm. take up your cross, and follow me daily. Ah. So so. When when this money thing comes and yeah my guy we just log out <laughs> <laughs> because because okay the money that we want to get are we having it so that we will use it to go to heaven <laughs> you get because it is still giving this flesh it's still this your self sinful loss it's still it's still making it to breathe Jesus said die to self let the flesh <laughs> breathe <laughs> <laughs> die to flesh so let's not just because and, and at any flesh. point in time you understand this thing you know that it is not by our strength again it's uh, by the power of the spirit so uh, if you are in need ask god if you yeah. provide you thank god yeah uh-huh. i think my question has been answered that means um, from everything we've said you being a christian is not your guarantee to be a billionaire sure. or Especially a billionaire or a trillionaire spiritual poverty <laughs> they can't like that yeah. all right so that we don't get into the, uh, and use money and mammon as a topic let's now get back to what we actually want to discuss this was all just getting a baseline so we can because everybody has to understand the spirit behind because if you want to just come and start talking about sports betting cryptocurrency all of those things now you get and deal with mm. all kinds of it's just the foundation yes because you know if you say and start giving people rules uh, the letter will kill them they'll, they'll just be saying okay i'm not doing this one okay you didn't say this <laughs> one. Uh-huh. Say, i'm okay now but if they can understand the spirit behind what we are yes. saying this one night even if we don't mention something here now you understand that this the words the of christ have money. convicted yes. you already yes that in that one that you are doing what is your problem is still love of money so yes. stop it mm. that's it, whether they mention your name here or could not even be a legit business it, it could yes. even be legitimate it could even be what you are doing is very very we are siphoning people's money yeah but <laughs> that gambling spirit that gamble spirit mm. is still pushing you and driving yeah. you so you've gotten the point now that is the most important thing that anybody can possibly say now we can now start to go into the nitty-gritty of all of the things that we actually want to talk about we're talking about gambling let's start with the most common form of gambling that is available especially to young men in africa especially in nigeria where we are okay sports betting number one sports betting share you get so now this is where things become rather interesting now personally i've never done sports betting in my life before never had the opportunity sorry i've never had the interest sorry god has protected me you don't like sports no it's not about sports you don't like what what kind of sport do you like about sports it's about sports betting it's but what sport do you like? No, I used to like football until so you don't you don't have any favorite until player. Until Bully bought Chelsea, I my <laughs> I don't sign off for my mental health. Gone to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I follow country, go Saudi Arabia, no get stress for. <laughs> but then, but then, that was sports betting now, that's a form okay. of gambling. Now, of course, we all know how. Even if we're not doing, we all know how it works. You go in there, take a small amount of money. You put stake upon a particular situation in a game, whether it's football, basketball, whatever the sport is. Yeah. And if your stake actually turns out to be reality, it turns out mm. to be true. 
then you earn a profit yeah. in multiples of whatever this thing that you to lose is. much to gain so i've seen i've known people that of course i've been in, in a place with testimony somebody was giving so the testimony in church <laughs> person gave testimony and so that hmm. he put down two hundred naira in diverse ways got one million naira and that will also be your te- the pastor said that will also be your testimony and, and you see the thunderous amen who uh, of course now so are you trying say? to say it's not a testimony because oh, no. i wanted to ask this question <laughs> i did not have any money and i um, used hundred naira yes and i was led to bed <laughs> So I can can't I be led to bed? I think Bank of God now you go answer that. First, <laughs> <laughs> do not be me the lead. <laughs> or Pius, answer it. Okay. Can't, what you can't are, I be led to? You know, you can't. If if you can be led to do that, then the, the spirit of God wasn't the one leading you. Mm. Yes, mm. you cannot be led by the spirit of God. So you to, can be led, but to gamble. You can be led actually. Leading. You can be led, but it's not the, it's not the spirit. Well, of blind gambling is about taking risks. So if I take risk to gamble, is it not the same thing as taking risk to start a business? Okay, Wait, this let's, buy us, let's buy us finish. <laughs> you know, you are supposed to depend on God for all your needs. You are supposed to depend on God for whatever it is you need. You understand? Now, when you gamble, what you are doing is that you are giving the place of God to chance hmm. and luck. You understand? Because most people that play these things, what they say is, Make I try my luck. Yeah. You understand? You want to try your luck. Mm-hmm. You are not supposed to try luck as a Christian. Yes. You are supposed to ask and depend on God for provision. Mm-hmm. So when you go to gamble or you do any other thing fishy to get the money, you're actually giving that thing the place of God in your life. So I think that's that's the way I say it. Mm. Yeah, you are thinking that your life is now a game of chance. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, like Try your luck, something. It, it, like whether you breathe or you don't breathe, <laughs> it's a game of chance. Because actually that's what we are doing. When we do some things that we think that it's just it's just this thing, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But we are telling God, see, God though, is a game of chance. So I can win this, I cannot win that, I can breathe or I cannot breathe. Hmm. Because not always hundred percent. You are only trying hmm. something out, yes. I haven't gambled before, but I've noticed that people that gamble, maybe you gamble today, it work. You'll be like, Oh, if I'm if I succeed today, I won't go again. But nah. it's a lie. They always <laughs> go back. So I've been wondering it's what sp- is... It's a, like, uh, when did they push them? We already established that like, it's a split You just want 100,000. <laughs> be contented. They told you that if money doesn't make you happy, uh, yeah. more money will you get. Uh-huh. More money will make you happy. In fact, you know, my primary problem with gambling, I have two primary problems. The first one is what Shinedu uh, already said about use a statement that you make that your life is a game of chance. Yeah. That's... I can win or I cannot win. And I'm not depending on God, basically. I'm depending on how smart I can be and how much my risk can determine for me in life. And that is the only that is the mm. only problem with gambling. You yeah. just create a risk that doesn't naturally exist just to see if you can make a profit. Mm. And, of course, that's already touching the quick gain spirit, the mammon spirit, everything. Another primary problem I have is that there is no way that you can be like doing sports betting without you facing the reality that whatever you gain came from somebody else's extreme loss yeah mm. that's one other problem i have especially with gambling apart from everything that we already said you have to come to the reality that you see the way those companies are set up is that they, do you think they, they where are they getting the money from it's from every other yeah, soccer like you around place. everywhere that mm. is giving them playing the bets all over the place from all that money is now the pool that they will give you to collect all you are doing is gaining from other people's pain. And you know the funny thing there? You, there's something that we, I like to say. If my, uh, it's, past, it's Pastor Todd that told us, uh, I said in a song one time, that you cannot hoard in farming. That you cannot gather and hoard in farming and a cost will not come upon you. 
you are taking away from people's pain. What people were you, of course, it's not as people that came. They knew, didn't know better. They were foolish as well. Yeah. But in their own loss, whether small or big, that is where you now began to gain from. Gain Indirectly from. or directly, you have stolen, you have taken out of other people's mouths. No, if you just don't realize it. That's where all your gain is coming from. Not because you render a service, not because you bless somebody, not because you put in value or, or receive from value. No. All you did was put in a little and then mm, you just gained. You just with no effort, you just gained. Grace. That's God. I think I think that was just the primary. No, I like what you just said. You know, I was listening to the report. He said he was contrasting gambling and insurance. He said gambling is a false risk that was not there before. You just created it mm. so that you can fuel your greed. So little to lose, much to gain. Uh-huh. You weren't losing anything before, but immediately you want to go and play it. You, you have not created that false risk. And all just so uh, you can And what you're your looking greed. at is that big amount. So that I, if I, you have already seen yourself spending, Andrea, spending the, like million. one billion that was promised to you in the gambling. <laughs> so you can't see that you are now um, you are gambling. You are maybe you are doing that game of luck. You are you are trying to say, okay, I might win this or. It's just. The, I think that's just the. It's a wicked spirit. The primary problem. I think by that we can tackle this sport better. And I think it's very prevalent among young people um, around where we stay. Many people. It's just a part and of another lie culture. that another lie that people propagate is that say you have been watching football, you have been watching tennis. Why don't you just watch for your own benefit now? At least gain something as a result of your watching. You know, that's in a way it's subtle. I think it's a slogan for one of these companies. Yeah, uh, it is subtle. It's a reward for passion. Reward for passion. Uh, <laughs> you're not calling anybody's name, but, it's a, <laughs> but that's the thing. Say that benefit from what you are watching. For how many years you have watched football, you didn't gain anything. Yeah. Just you know. By now you are, you are now you See, know you are now a master in this. I like to think about it like if after how many years yeah. you have watched football, you don't get anything. Kuku stop watching football. <laughs> <Entirely>. <laughs> Why don't go that route? Why go to this other one? Kuku's they said after all, no, I don't understand watch, the point. You need to gain something. <laughs> that gain is very important. <laughs> I think that's now it now all throws back to this um, need for gain, yeah. this desire for yeah. gain, 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 gain that God wants us to hate. He wants us to just hate it. If we are going to be wealthy, he wants our wealth to come from you know, continual labor, learning. He, let me say it like this. He wants you to learn how to suffer. Yeah. Just learn it. Be accustomed to it. That is how your own wealth should come from. For believers, that's how he wants us to do it. Like, be accustomed with hardships more. Because you need to be a soldier for Jesus Christ. Soldiers have to be accustomed with hardness. You have to be able to endure hardness. How will you learn how to endure hardness if when you put 100 naira inside mm. the ground, it grows and becomes 10 million? You can't learn how, how, how to endure explain, hardness. How will you explain it? How will you explain mm. it? How will you... You want to say, okay, it's the, the, the grace of God. That's not how the grace of it's God the, behaves. It can only be God. Of course, the grace of God <laughs> likes to multiply our little... Is there the to multiply efforts. the yeah. little efforts we put in. Mm. But he needs us to learn principles and yeah. precepts in life first before he gives us blessings. To be an example and to teach other people. Exactly. Yeah. People that put in little and gain much. You have to check back. There was a time they were putting in plenty and gaining little. Mm. Yes. They were learning how to. They were learning yes. hardness at that period. So when they speak to you, they don't speak from a. They speak from a wealth of understanding, knowing that you see, what I enjoy today is by the mercies of God upon myself. After mm. I had learned mm. how to endure it's hardness, the same thing I was doing before. But now God just showed me mercy. 
after you have passed your classes, you see, okay, now you have learned how to endure what hardness. Yes. Now you can reap the fruit of your labor. Mm. But you have to go through that season. But when you just come in, you don't want to go through anything. You see, that sofa life is not for me. I can't be doing that. You're looking for where you put 100 naira to grow and become 10 million. Uh, you see, there are things that you will just do that both Satan and God will just be looking at you like there's something wrong with you. Yeah, uh, very true. I think I think at the end of the day, this really clears off. At least we've cleared off. It's a bit sports betting for the first part of it. We're going to go on a very quick and short break. So far, we've talked about um, you know the spirit of greed and mammon. We've been looking at what's wrong with gambling. We'll be back shortly to continue from this very point. Don't go anywhere to still because you are young on Kingdom World Radio. We'll be back after this short break. Sit tight. back everyone if you are just joining us you came in at halfway through this is because you are young on kingdom world radio we have been discussing gambling what's wrong with it what's wrong with gambling so far we've looked at greed the spirit behind the love of money we also looked at a particular form of gambling most popular to us down in nigeria and sub-saharan africa being sports betting and we looked at everything that is wrong with sports betting now if you listen to us and you still want to continue betting know that we'll be tied it's just the, and we'll explain why we will be tied towards the end of this episode all right now so let's look forward now to other forms of um, you know gambling and all of that even though we may not be able to cover everything we've looked at sports betting i think it covers all kinds of you know petty betting all this gambling throwing dice all those kinds of things. i think it covers all of those things anything that has to do with betting over a competition or a game let's not look at other forms that are not immediately obvious Cryptocurrency. Why is everybody silent? What is cryptocurrency? Oh, okay, sorry. There's this thing that they do these days, man of God, <laughs> that you take real money, then give it to a computer system, and it will write code for you, and you can see money on a screen, and people care about it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it's, 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 it's revolutionary. It's the future. Yeah. That's what they used to say. Yeah. The only problem now is that that one that's on the screen, now it has no inherent value. So the value can do Janglova like 50 times in a month, depending on what your neighbor. If you can convince Pius to pay 50 naira for it, hmm. the thing is worth 50 naira. If you can convince him to pay 50 million, it's worth 50 million. That is A to Z cryptocurrency. <laughs> now that I'll give you this premise, let us discuss. Um, temptations of Jesus Christ, the loss of the flesh, <laughs> <laughs> the loss of the eye, and the pride of life. I go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most times uh, the desires that we have, there, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy, and we should just be asking ourselves: 
is it the loss of the flesh is it the loss of the, and the pride of life because just like you said you give it the value and you start convincing him so that he can buy into it so it's still that greed that we have been talking about that quick gain to make money by all means and it's still a red flag that we are still loving money yes it's not physical money it doesn't have any value but we are hoping that maybe if i can confuse not convince confuse the <laughs> other person into <laughs> buying it because that's what many money people do yeah they just confuse you so is the in thing now is the, is i use big big english is in vogue you know this is the future yeah yeah in they Dubai, they are using they sell it, it to you. Yeah, hey, in yeah, China, I don't, I don't agree with you people. In Salvador, so you people should not be smart anymore. No, I thought we've been over this. Be, don't be smart. Your sense has. Like, we have to be trouble. smart. Cryptocurrency. No, was an I have to, to understand the so context of the smartness she's coming from. And to make more money, and the money is even in dollars. If say we should not love money. Even the unbeliever listening to this, don't go believe this thing they talk. <laughs> Jesus said, "Come to me. It's me. It's no longer money. It's me. Just anything you need is me." So, as Christian, we just have to come to Him, because at any point in time, we think, "Okay, this is not that money." You know, we start saying, "Okay, when Jesus said, don't love money,' He didn't say, don't love crypto.'" So, let me just follow this the one. The thing is that thing. You know, my primary problem with cryptocurrency is that thing. Just like with sports betting, you are making a game of chance out of things that are supposed to be reality. Still a game of chance. Now let's 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 take this for instance. Like just the way I explained it to you before, as funny as it sounds, that's the A to Z of how cryptocurrency basically operates. It's only worth as much as another person is willing mm-hmm. to give you for it in real valuable mm-hmm. currency. For instance, now let's take for instance the American dollar or the Nigerian naira. Let's use the Nigerian naira since we're in Nigeria. What is the value behind the Nigerian naira? All the land in Nigeria, Nigeria's central bank, all the food grown in Nigeria, all the services being rendered in Nigeria oh, are yeah. all behind the Nigerian Naira. Mm. No matter, even if, the unless gari, Nigeria burns down, ga- oh, groceries important. are behind the Nigerian Naira. Mm. Unless Nigeria burns down today, the Nigerian Naira has inherent value. Yeah. Now, let's talk about um, cryptocurrency. No government backs it. I know one funny country, one place that backs it. I don't know how their economy is doing, but we pray for them every day. No, no serious government backs it. Yeah. It doesn't represent anything real. You have to use real money to acquire it. And then it's only worth as much as the general market or people around seem to, to want it. And that is what believers will carry God's resources and put into and be playing be playing hey hmm, hey hmm, jangilova up and down jangilova i think apart from all this i, that I, I said think now, that's why some countries don't have to step in because you now have usdt e naira so that they can back their they, own they can back they their can, own but, online but currencies the one we are talking about though we are not calling it its name they don't have any backing <laughs> it's just only floating. the guy that could edit <laughs> yeah, hey. it's just floating as, as i think you see the primary problem like as as before eh, is that look eh, sometimes eh, let us, even though we are Christians, eh, there are things that God expects us to have. He has hidden wisdom for our sakes. You even, and even with our own spiritual wisdom, you even look at people that have physical wisdom and look at the things that they do. Sometimes eh, our problem now is that we can give ourselves to ignorance so badly. Like you would deliberately be ignorant. When this whole cryptocurrency thing started, there's a, the most popular one that we know. There's a, 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 the world's richest man at the time, you know his name, Warren mm. Buffett. Said that. He will never invest money 
in it. Yeah. Say it's going down to zero. Why? He said it doesn't have any value. And this is wisdom coming from people that are in the world. Big money people said these kinds of things. Apart from people that wanted that were having direct stake in it, mm. everybody else said that this is what this thing is going down to zero. It has no value. This is worldly wisdom coming into play. Now, there's spiritual wisdom telling you that you should not be looking for an opportunity to gain. Please, apart from gain and profit, what else is there that pushes somebody to cryptocurrency? Because the only thing that you think about is that if I buy now, it will eventually increase in value mm. and then I can sell. Yeah. You think, I think, as we're talking about crypto now, we can even talk about people that, you know, that's something I've said about stock market speculation before. Yes. The exact same thing applies mm. there. We talk about Warren Buffett again now. The spirit that I use, you know, he's a he's, a, he's an investor. Warren Buffett, that's what he does to make money, just invest money on that things. So his principle basically is like this: Warren Buffett will tell you that he will never, he doesn't buy stock. When he buys stock, he never intends to sell it. See, he's buying stock because he wants the stock, and he intends to keep it. If he dies, he will give it to his children. See, the only time I know that Warren Buffett has ever sold stock was in 20, uh, during, 20, 20, 20, during the COVID-19 pandemic airlines. when he sold his stock in airlines. Because mm-hmm. the airlines, now what has happened to them is too bad. That they're not going to recover in a very, very long time. So he gave up all his stock in airlines. So it's not worth it. But every other stock that he has, see, when he's buying stock, his only is that this stock has value. I need to cherish it. I'm not looking for, I'm not coming in here. See, when you see that, you know, the way um, normal stock brokers are coming in, they are looking for, ah, buy this stock now to soon be more valuable. So all of you are just doing speculation. That is not you. Uh, you are looking for the one that you use and you. You will chop fast, fast, fast. fast. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. So when he's doing, he's looking for the one that is that his money can key into value for. That kind of a thing. Mm. And I think it's a very Christian spirit because somebody might come and say that okay, it doesn't mean that the stock market is evil. Well, it can be depending on how you are going in there. Just like the internet can be evil depending on what you use it to do. Mm. Even when it comes to you know you know how people are in our area, they say that. Um, Land, no, the SP. It's permanent. It's land, it's permanent. Forgetting there is earthquake. Land slide. It's just the same thing. Somebody will come, they are going, they are buying land. Why? You don't know what will happen in 10 years. Do you know what I, why I like the world? One common thing that governments like to do is reclaim land. Governments, they reclaim land. What happened in those state a few years back? What did their governor do them? Governments used to reclaim. You just wake up on one money and they will not tell you anything. They just say that, that land, the money it's, that you're It's breaking news. It's not it's just, <laughs> breaking, just breaking news on your head. <laughs> you come and you collect and you go. At the end of the day, just like, just like we've been saying before, that putting your trust in mammon mm. will only get you injured in the long run. You will just regret and it. Most times when you read the Bible, looking at it as a book of rules, you won't get the whole picture. It, yeah. It's a love book. That God just gave to his children. Because he has like he knows the way. He says I'm the way. He knows the real truth, original truth, not what people are trying to say. And he's the life. Say, when you follow me, you won't make all these mistakes. Mm-hmm. He won't make it wisdom but, hidden for the upright. But but most times, yeah, because of the way the flesh, the things that the flesh want, the crazy things, we tend to say, God, let me just test it. I will come back. Let me test it. But God have told us simply that this thing, there is nothing in it. Is a mirage, he's not there, so and we just have to, it's just a thing of trust. We just have to trust God, knowing fully well that anything that we need, not your wants, because we want crazy things, anything that we need, He will provide it for us. So when we are coming to Him, we are having that assurance, that dependency, that relying that He will take care of us. But at any point in time, we start trying to be our own God. I was trying to quote a scripture. 
concerning this gambling thing and betting. Said, have uh, I'm the Lord your God. You shall have no other God. Because in a way, we are trying to place other things as yeah. our God. We are trying to say, okay, okay for instance, um, Stephen said that someone mistakenly, okay, someone went to um, church and gave a testimony that he placed bet, and this is what happened. It's a bad, it's an evil thing. Because it's prevailing in our church. It's just sipping it. Jude said that these people, they are, in a way, entering our midst. Mm. Time saying that the grace of God allows us to do all these things. But it's a lie. It, it's, it's, it's a lie. So let's not allow all those information to come to us. Because you might say that, but God allowed me. I know how I was led. I was in my room and I heard the a voice. spirit spoke. Chinedu, wake up. Go out. Use that your last 15 naira. Go to that betting <laughs> shop. And... Because because this thing works in a crazy way, and all you of a sudden you have, <laughs> and all of a sudden you have one hundred and fifty thousand naira, and and that's why one important prayer you play. Let me not succeed in doing evil. Ah, because it's an important prayer. Because that because anytime you are doing something that you know that is evil and you are prospering in it, once it's a um, this scripture, brethren, I hope that you succeed and prosper in all things. You know. You know, because of the way our flesh, we can twist scripture most times. Yeah. See, the only prosperity a believer is having is Christ. So there is no other prosperity. So if Christ is not, because Jesus said that, um, Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ, in heavenly presence in Christ. So this is Christ. Everything has been poured into him. And now we are hearing that we are in Christ. And you are still talking about you want to prosper. Is it outside Christ you are prospering? <laughs> So it's funny. Let's just <laughs> trust God and believe Him and hold on because yeah, it's a serious case. People are really suffering for it. At the end of the day, everything like just said, and I think is rather important, is just trusting God. I think that's the primary issue. Mm. Learning to trust God and not trying to struggle and you know gain from you know work of the flesh. Mm. I think that now brings us to I think a third form. I think this one might be a very important form. Of what I would like to call gambling. You know this common practice of, I think it's very common among, especially people in um, our own country now, where you jump around workplaces. For people that work, you jump around workplaces. Then just call it unfaithfulness in the workplace. You mm. jump around workplaces between workplaces for the sake of improving your circumstances. Basically, mm. higher pay. Mm. You work with these people. The moment you can, you work with these people. The moment you can see another job that's going to offer you more, more. you just I switch. Just no like your loyalties can change so quickly mm. and you know the funny thing every time you try and present this thing to people there the only is that what will somebody do now mm. will you die is it my father's company my father started the company will i die there will i die there how will i build my family. career how will i build my own career mm. I, don't know you need money to survive in this country with mm. the economy and everything mm. eventually you just keep quiet and say okay oh, sorry do what you want to do but we are not keeping quiet <laughs> <laughs> so what can we say about that kind of thing now let me just tag it on it's a form of gambling i mm. think because you want to throw your heart around people like to you so that you have to cast your bread on many waters they can twist that they can twist that scripture you have to cast your bread in many waters uh, don't know which one we use for you to they uh, throw themselves all, all over the place uh, like a roaring lion seeking you to devour in stream <laughs> so at that was like how how do you how do we balance that now how do you talk to people like that what exactly is the problem why is that one gambling too just like we tag is on faithfulness we have to be faithful the one who placed us there knows that he placed us there yeah. and it's for a reason most time we think that everything we do in this world revolves around money we getting money, but it is a, it's a lie. That's why um, Job said that um, naked I come, naked I will go. 
like we didn't come with anything and when we are leaving yes we're not leaving anything, but we are living with something deposited inside us that christ um john said that when he comes and we see him we'll be like him so if christ come with the way we have been running around jumping jumping will you see will you be like him or will you be like <laughs> the, will be like the jumping that we have been jumping all through so is is still boys are in doubt trusting in god because mm. if truly you are trusting in god there are some decisions you won't take yeah no no, no. there are some decisions you won't you take at all said. because you know that i trust in you whatever comes i'm i can do all things through christ you know most time when we quote that scripture it's mainly when we are now we don't have much i can do all things you don't remember that even when you have plenty yes. you can you say no no wait i can i can handle myself now i can i can handle myself now but when i'm poor i can do all things ah by by strength shall no man prevail all those who start coming in, but when you have little that's, that's what wows that you. Think that that wows you. It's how I can no, I, I can, can handle myself. I can handle myself. So it's it's still worse than the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, and the pride of life. Because at any point in time, the flesh and not the spirit of God start starts coming in too much into our lives. It really affects our judgments and our decisions. And we try to maybe talking with fellow Christians, try to rationalize it say i've been here two years what have i learned i'm not progressing you know i want to be an md but so yeah i want to build this thing so how am i going to Mm. find out i have a question so um how like how frequent should we change our our job i mean i don't know if you understand i understand what you say okay so because the way um, we are sounding here now is we should work for one place work in one place forever like come on they're paying me hundred thousand here I, I got this job of 200k and it's six months have i not tried i've i managed hundred thousand so shouldn't i move on to a okay. better paying job i have the expertise okay the i would like to i, I would like to skills. read the scripture it's um proverbs chapter 8 i'm reading from verse 18 i'm able to give people riches and honor i help people to use their money well and to do what is right what you receive from me is better than the best good is better than the best silver verse 21 says in that way people who love me will receive riches i fill their houses with valuable things now what i'm trying to pick from here is this you know most times people think that all they they accumulate people things they get they get them by their strength you understand since you are still young you are skillful you know mm. you are innovative and you think it is those those things you are doing that are actually bringing the money. So if if you only understand and believe that it is God that gives, no matter how much you are being paid in the job, there are a lot of us that do jobs that we are being paid, like what you are being paid is not even enough to cover your transportation fee. You understand? But you are still good. Mm. Where does the money come from? Do you understand? I was listening to Pastor Banky within the week. He said um, the way Apostle Paul was, was like this. If you tell him this job is one million naira, this is how much they pay. I think that was the instance he used. And then this one pays five hundred thousand naira monthly. To Apostle Paul, it's the same thing because he knows that his his needs are not being solved by mm. you understand by what he gets from the job. Everything that concerns him is handled by God. Mm, God is my source. So if you like get a job of, you can get a job of ten million naira. Maybe you are what you are. Doing a job of maybe a hundred thousand, 
and then you saw an opportunity that is going to pay you higher see maybe 500,000 you can get that job and then somebody falls sick next week hmm. all That's the extra true. money you're all the extra money and then you, you now know that it's, it's <laughs> not the job you get so it's it's left for us as christians to really believe that god is our source yeah that's the one so once you have that in mind then you won't be jumping around if you are jumping around then let it be maybe because you want to improve your career it shouldn't be the pay if the pay is the is the uh, the driving the force you know if that's your motivation then well, I, 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 for you. even that one saying that you want to improve your career i think as believers eh, everything that we have to be, do must be spirit and purpose driven mm-hmm. uh-huh. must be pleasing to god. must be pleasing to god you have to jump in for something as serious as changing a job eh, many times we have to consider where does where is god leading me in life circumstances can differ from person to person but sometimes you have to consider what is my assignment for instance now you have called to be a teacher and like when I say teacher, I mean like a teacher of God's people, teacher of children, whatever kind of teacher you're talking about. And then you are you have a job in a secondary school for crying out loud. And you've been there for a year, two years, three years. And then there are people there that depend on you. These children, they need yeah. your wisdom. They, 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 because of you, for some of them, because you are a Christian, some of them you deliver from all kinds of addiction, all kinds of problems. Then you now get a bigger job in one oil company. Maybe you have a, a degree in industrial chemistry. It's going to pay much bigger. That means it's not every opportunity you have to chase. It's not as a see, believer. Even if the thing is enticing to you, ah, they are paying mm. me plenty. Lord, I would like this job. And sometimes you just consider, and the Lord is very merciful. So he finds a way to let us know that yeah. look, your purpose in this place is not yet complete. You can't leave. And with that kind of thing, now you will look and tell the people that are offering the job. Unfortunately, I cannot um, change occupation at this time. Why? Because there's one boy in your class that needs to get out of this school and you know that if the day you leave is the day he's going back to drugs is the day he's going back to gun running is the day he's going back to his gang boys the day you leave is the day he does that maybe it's one school in one community the day you leave is the day that he's going back to all of those things so you see that until he has left this particular stage of his life i can't leave sorry and then you see people will say that kind of thing opportunity comes but once opportunity comes but once Pastor Baki has taught here before that he said opportunity comes but once. It's not, not the testimony Christian. of a blessed person. Mm. Mm. He yeah, said your, your opportunities, the ones that God has created for you, they are mandated to wait for you. Yeah, they, they have to, to wait. They wait for you there. They will go there, they will wait. If that is what God has ordained for you, at the time that he has set, you will find it and you will enter into it. So the one that you'll be doing, giddy, 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 I'm moving up and I'm looking for where it will be good for you. Yeah, obviously you are operating under a cost. Yeah. You are under a natural man's cost. You are toiling endlessly. Any job that offers you more money, hey, this is the blessing of God. What? How? How? Have you ever considered that life may be more than what you earn? That may be even when your company needs you the most. Like, think yeah, about it. Exactly. You want to leave the company that you are currently working for at a period where things are difficult and they need your expertise more now more than ever. You say, mm, no, be my father again. You come and look at the people that they suffer. What? Why? Don't you care about being a blessing? Maybe they can't even pay you extra for what you will do for them. But you know the funny thing is that God is the one that will reward you. And when God is rewarding, no man can reward you the way God will reward you. That's the word. God is the rewarder. A lot of young people today don't put this into consideration. Someone asked me, oh, why are you... Okay, I'm in Enugu. I came here because of my youth service and... Don't ask me, why are you still here in Enugu? Enugu don't pay well. You know, there are job opportunities in River State, in Delta State. You can get good jobs in Lagos. 
And <laughs> the person was asking me, how much are you being paid? And of course, compared to these places, this person is calling, I'm not like I'm not paid, you know, that kind of yeah, amount. And I had to tell the person that, look, everything is not about money. Now, I didn't learn this because I'm a supernatural being. No. I got born again and the spirits and I started listening to messages, sound doctrine, reading books and the Holy Spirit helped. It's not just um, knowledge. It's something I've been praying for and say, God, please help me to live this way. Help me to be like this. So I said, it's not, you don't work because of gain, profit every time. Like God is your rewarder and you should know that no matter what you do and everything you do do it as unto the lord so i don't go oh my boss is not paying me well i need to leave such a stingy man see how much they're making in this place i don't like if i try it it's murmuring and complaining i bring a curse on myself so what do i do the bible says that whatever your hand findeth to do do it as unto the lord they'll not say whatever good job or whatever like high paying job your hand findeth to do like do it as unto the lord even if you're being underpaid even if you're overworked even if you're stressed do it as if this because that is our life as a believer your life is not in the closet where you're praying in tongues and yeah. declaring the word of god no your life is in your job your life is in everything that you do as a child of god so like I'm really concerned because I see a lot of young people people that I'm young and I mean people I'm younger than pursuing money with passion my god like they've <laughs> indulged in a lot of things i mean you go online everybody is chasing money like nine out of ten people status is on money how to get rich how life you need to chase like we need to help young people honestly like if you're listening to this podcast i believe god is talking to you when it comes to this money matter it doesn't get your life is not going to get any easier per se you you're growing so you have needs and you have wants if you cannot trust god now that you are young you forget you will never be able to trust god when you get old you will fall into temptation i think that 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 just basically sums it up you know because yeah. this one we're talking about this gambling thing and then we now veered off into this the spirit of money spirit of greed all of those kinds of things the at the end of the day the idea there is just to learn how to trust the lord learn how to trust him because you will not play a game of chance with your life if you believe that the one that has made you and given you a purpose mm. is actually concerned about you what does the bible said that um he that began a good work in you will bring it onto completion to the day of christ jesus that he will finish the work that he started so if he has a purpose for you and you are working in it he's not going to let you god is not going to look at you and then watch you just needlessly i like to use that word needlessly suffer mm. he's not letting you needlessly he will suffer. provide your needs he will provide what you need clothes. at every time he will provide what you need at every point in time if what you need at every point in time is this this and this and see the funny thing then don't just go and then begin to presume that it's you that will determine what you need no you don't see sometimes we like to with our human greed, we like to overestimate the things that we consider need 
It's God that knows what we need. Yeah. See, if you are able to stay alive and God be self you need a slap. <laughs> I'm telling you the Honestly. truth. No, no, it, you know, it's funny. It's People funny because just, God we, does we, only we good things. We use our need to uh, take that's the way God needs. It's not. It's different. You might say you need a slap. Seriously, you <laughs> need a knock. You might need to beat, lose beat. your job. Seriously, because they walk up road, they will just say one agent, just like a soldier to beat, beat you. Sometimes they, they <laughs> even gamble beat. God because this mindset have it's in the church right now. You sow, um, sow to give, get, give, give to get uh-huh. exactly. So if you sow, God will give you. If you give, God will do something for you. El, we don't gamble God tire. <laughs> like thank God, God is God. So please, like we have to. What do, what do you have? What do you have to say about this? Because people are out there thinking, I gave. You know, a lot of people have stopped believing. You know, like the Bible says, their faiths have been shaken because the pastor said or the preacher said, if you give. God will give challenge you. And God. Yes, you challenge God. And when you're challenged, you know, their mind is the money. Mm. People have forgotten that when the Bible says that your blessing will be pressed down, shaking together and running over. No be money where the Bible they talk about. Uh, the, which is it Hebrew or, or Greek? Or Greek version you're reading from. You don't understand <laughs> that one. <laughs> I think for that particular this, uh, point. It is a very crucial thing we need to address to because... No, I think the things that which I think we can leave this one because we've already talked about it. This is just to refer people like if you go back to our podcast channels at like the KW Radio, Google Podcast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, go and listen to Giving Culture Amongst Youths. We really like hash this particular mm, one out on giving, about, on, on giving mm. and how to actually do it and mm. what would be the motivation behind it. Mm. Not all this one that you go and be playing um, Niger bet with God. And um, I'll put two me I'll put two hundred. You are that's my tithe, so you if multiply it and make it five million. Exactly. That kind of thing. So I think it's very important you go and listen to that. But then talking about just to like bring to a close what we've been talking about today, about gambling. I think we looked at all kinds different forms of gambling, but the most important thing is the spirit behind all these things now. Just keep in mind that and and that danger now is that you know these things for many people it becomes addictions. I heard that some people they will even go and play sports bets, it's for fun. They just enjoy to lose their money, hmm. put their money. I think yeah, at the it's point it's not that enjoyment. Bad habits they can become. It up, but it's not enjoyment. Bad habits. The problem mm. is that bad habits can become demonic mm. when they are not controlled on time. Because you see, the spiritual abhors a vacuum. So once a conducive environment is created, an evil spirit or any kind of spirit can come into that place and dwell. That's why some people they are bound to. You just see somebody now wake up in the morning, it will make. You carry his house rent and go and try and multiply three. Why? God blessed you enough to be able to pay for your accommodation without stress. You need more. At that point, it's not just what is driving you. It's not just your sinful desires anymore. It's a, an evil spirit. And it's a danger. Somebody should be so afraid of that that they avoid getting into all of those things. Because it, it starts out small. You put in 500, 1,000, 2,000. Before you know it now, you can't hold a certain amount of money Unless you go and put it down to try and get more. Uh, this thing you just said now is very true. There was there was a point in time I was with my friend. He said, please accompany me to this bet shop. It's a spot betting. I have visual table tennis and all this. I said, what are you doing here? He said, let me just use this mic. You know, that I don't I don't want to pass it like there's a way, it's three o'clock, right? Let me just try this 15 naira here. Let me so I just came there, I just stepped there, I just kept quiet. I said, I called him, I said. Look at this play. Look at the screens. This is 60 inch. Look at the AC unit. Look at how beautiful. You think these people went to CAC? <laughs> they start for a company. 
and you, um, Solomon, or uh, wisdom, full of wisdom, <laughs> think I just come and play with 15 naira and take all their money. <laughs> so, as in most times, <laughs> thanks to God, though, you have wisdom to make some judgments. But some people, they think that they don't see all those things. And just like you say, it's an addiction. Yeah. And that's the aim of this, uh, of our uh, radio, radio um, broadcast today. So that as you identify with the one you are, the one that is troubling you, you just join us in prayer so that because these things it's a hook and it sinks down into our soul because you'll be thinking that it's just more it's just more. you see you when using calculus to play, <laughs> to play <a> <laughs> but it's, it's just that addition and small small you start from 15 naira i think it's small now 100 naira is a small mm-hmm. small 500 1000 1 million so you start using um, your school fees. If you're working in a bank, you're giving customers money okay. to be playing oh bets. And it will get serious like that. So, at that point, uh, you just need God to deliver you from the clutches of Satan. Because at that <laughs> point, it's suicide. Yeah. It's suicide. Yeah, people have lost yeah, people lifetime are, yeah. investments yeah, to Bitcoin, crypto, I think we need to address things. this lottery. Lottery, all Because there are some yeah. systems. In fact, the system of God have been created to, to uh, advertise these things to us. The same of the world. I think so that, uh, it's a prayer matter and we have to <laughs> I think we just take it that everybody take it to prayer and be very very if you are already in there there's ways out of it you speak to somebody if you have not gotten there and you, they are enticing you no go and go and bite what your mouth will not be able to chew because there's danger so much it ruins, if it looks like gum don't chew it don't please. <laughs> you know squeeze like that it go burn you at the end of the day it's just like we course have to ask the lord in all of these things that it will help somebody out there to have the wisdom to trust him totally and not make their life mm. their finances a game of chance in jesus name Amen. okay this has been because you are young i have been your host at kingdom in the studio here with me today have been favor chinedo and pious discussing gambling what's wrong with gambling we've looked at so many things today we looked at trusting the lord the spirit of greed sports betting cryptocurrency stock exchange market land speculation all those kinds of things and even unfaithfulness and gambling with your own life between jobs and your finances and we came to the end seeing the consequences that could come from engaging with that spirit and why you need to avoid it and the help of god being available all right thank you so much for being around you can catch this episode if you just missed it and you're just joining us on our podcast channels check at the kw radio for this episode later and you can also listen to our former episodes, particularly Giving Culture Among among Youths. Look for that one. A lot of the things that we said today were, re- were addressed before over there. This has been Because You Are Young. Thank you so much for listening. Don't go anywhere. This is still Kingdom World Radio. Know Christ and live by His truth. We will see you again next time. Peace.